from the former convent of the Good Shepherd overlooking Inwood Hill Park in New York City. Welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where I meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes who make their home in what we affectionately call upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and this is Live and Local. It's where we interview local musicians and, best of all, get to hear them play live. Today, we welcome Senacori Ramos. Senacori is a cultural keeper and spiritual leader of the indigenous Caribbean tribal nation Arayeke Yukayek. He has served on various indigenous Caribbean communities and nonprofits for the past 25 years. He founded the NYC Indigenous Day of Remembrance event, NYC Indigenous Mobile Library and Traveling Cultural Center, and TainoRadio.com. Senakori is a Taino dancer and powwow fancy dancer with years of cultural musical performances. He is also a New York State licensed social worker. We're going to talk to him about his work in the community and so much more. But first, let's listen to a performance by Senakori Ramos. Ooh. 
that was just fantastic. Senator Corey, it's great to see you. How are you? Hey, man. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to see you again. It's been a while. It's been a long time, but mm -hmm. I'm so glad we got to make this time to be together. Definitely. So tell Thank me, you. what did we just hear? Wow. Well, my old teacher, Edwin Cedeno, great percussionist in the Latino community, took his skills and brought it to the Taino community. And that's one of the songs he wrote dedicated to the Earth Mother. He's no longer with us, but I try to keep his music alive wherever I go. And uh, that song in particular is, is at least 20 years old almost now. And I always, in ceremonies, I always play it. It's, it honors the earth, mother, the earth, the planet as our mother. And, and we are her children, and we have to keep, keep her happy and everyone else happy. So it's a, it's a festive song. It's very, yeah. very much so. You. Um, you are Borican, correct? Yeah, um, Borinquen. Borinquen. I mean, I'm sorry, Boricua. Boricua. <laughs> but is, is the pronounce is is the spelling B O R I K E N? I can't remember. I'm yeah, B O R. Yeah. Or B O R I C U A. I C U A. B O R I. That's Boricua. Right. Gotcha. Right. gotcha. Which is what is called we call Puerto Rico now, right? Oh, actually, no? Borinquen. You were correct in the first place. That's the name of the island. Right. The land of, of the brave people. Yes. Or sometimes translated as the brave lord. Right, 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 yeah. right. Now, Boricua is uh, an the, indigenous person. Of the, of the person, the person self. Right, of that island. Whew. Yeah, well, there I, you go. You had it right. You had me sweating for a second. <laughs> I um, got <laughs> See, I'm glad you came here to learn something from me, Louis. I'm just kidding. Uh, Sanicori, I mean. Yeah. Uh, when you know him like me, I call him Louis sometimes. That's uh, right. I've known him for a long time. A.K.A. Uh, Louis. A.K.A. Louis uh, to me. Um, uh, so is that where your tribal nation of Taino culture originates from? Uh, could you give us a little brief history lesson? Oh, of, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, the, the, the intro would be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Borinquen, a.k.a. Puerto Rico, the small little island right on the uh, Caribbean Sea. Um, it's closer, pointing up to North America. And for a good, I would say 7,000 years, it's had some inhabitants, indigenous people that came as far as uh, Alaska. It took them 20,000 years, but they made it. You know, from the snow to yeah. the Caribbean sun. Amazing, right? It is. Yeah, the, the archaeology, the culture backs it up at least 7,000 years. So um, I inherited, my, my family inherits all of that uh, traditions from the food, the language, traditions, customs. It's still alive and well. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've known you for a long time, uh -huh. Santa Corey, uh, <laughs> and through... Through many forms, uh, be it live performance or right. storytelling, dance, um, yeah, regardless of the form, they've always had common ground in connecting people to indigenous Caribbean roots. Um, and I, I can't believe to tell you how much I admire you for wow. keeping the culture present in our community. Um, can you speak to the decision mm -hmm. of taking on this role and being a cultural keeper? That's quite, uh, you know, to, to choose to do this, it's, it's mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Well, thank you. Um, well, you know what happened many years ago, I would say before the COVID time, there was a professor in New, in New York uh, City College, and in many of his writings, he said we don't exist. And he's not the only one. A lot, a lot of people in the academy, all these uh, universities, colleges, many of them say, I don't exist. My family doesn't exist. Tainos don't exist. So I took it, I tried to take it to the next level, and, and I said to myself, you know what? I can't change their minds, but I can help others who are struggling, who read these articles, mm -hmm. and say, nah, man, you exist, mm -hmm. and let's, let's, let's work it out. Yeah, you're a living record. 
There you yeah. go. Did your was your family deep into history and culture? Is that where you get it from? I mean, obviously you have mentors mm-hmm. too, but just curious, like if your mom and dad and your, mm-hmm. your 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 immediate family were they always did they kind of like bring you up with a strong affinity for your cultural roots? Well, it's interesting. As far as I know, in my old tradition <laughs> in my family, um, my great grandmother when I was born, she said, "No, no, he's coming with me." You know, and and that, and that wasn't rare back in the day <laughs> in yeah. the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So what I learned from her was she was a cultural keeper. She was what they call a spiritualist. So she did a lot of healings. She did a lot of uh, a cleansing of the homes. What, what we call a, a shaman. She mm-hmm. was she was doing this right. in New York City. She had tons of experience back home in Borinquen. So she brought that here. And uh, so as a kid, I, I was always wide-eyed looking at her doing stuff because she did it hidden. It wasn't really allowed mm. back in the 60s and 70s here in New York City. It wasn't like considered like something you do here. You know, this is America. So she did a lot of things hidden and she let right. me see her. Wow. That's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Um, Thank you. Like I said, the pandemic has derailed a lot of plans for a lot of people. Right. Um, um, <laughs> Kosher or not kosher, as we say, accepted or not accepted amongst popular culture of things. But I want to check in <laughs> with you to see if you're still running the Indigenous Mobile Library, because um, that was, I thought, mm-hmm. an awesome project that you had. And you could tell our listeners about it. Yeah, you know, for the past, since COVID struck, you know, I, I really didn't take out the books because um, the meat and potatoes of the library and traveling cultural centers be out there in the streets. So when everything shut down... Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of unfortunate for all of us. Sure. And the library, you know, I couldn't go out there. So I'm go- I'm going on two years now. I haven't been out there. It's okay. It's been two years. Yeah, it's been two years. But I've been taking inventory. I have over uh, close to 600 books now. I have a lot of, I've uh, been collecting a lot of, like, not artifacts, but items that are native. Yeah. And eventually when I come out again, I'm going to display everything that I, I have. Yeah, you're getting right to the point. And so it's, it's less mm-hmm. of like, you know... One of those little like, oh, oh, isn't that nice to have a little, you know, pick a book, take a book kind of thing. No, no. not like that at all. Right. Like it's the, it's a cultural experience. Like you're there, mm-hmm. you're 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 curating uh, this collection, right. uh, and you have a lot of other cultural items that pairs along with what you're uh, presenting to people. Exactly. Yeah, and and invokes memories for them. Yeah. And or it confirms who they are in the present. You know. So you know, a, a, a lot of Caribbean people they'll say, oh yeah, my great grandmother was Indian. And then I look at them, well, hey, do you identify? And they look at me like wide eye, like they're afraid to do that. Yeah. So then, you know, with the books, with the items, it brings memories, you know, and, yeah. and, it, and it helps them identify. It's interesting to be said about going through the experience. It's not like going on Ancestry.com and like yeah. putting in your DNA or something like that. Like you're, yeah. it's, 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 you're an active participant in the process, which I think is fantastic. That's it. Yeah. It's like show and tell, right? Hey, feel it, touch it, talk. Yes. Yeah. Let me hear your story. You know? Exactly. No, that's okay. why I think it's really great. Well, I hope um, mm-hmm. you can bring it back. Oh uh, man, do you have any plans to bring it back? Yeah, I, I think the, the the next level right yeah. now is um, getting uh, like one of those uh, old what do you call those mini buses and stuff. Or, okay, and, and and just travel around. Yeah, the, the neighborhoods. That'd be great, especially the neighborhoods where there were actually Lenape villages. There, want to highlight that too. You know, mm-hmm. it's all over the city. Absolutely. Well, we mm-hmm. all know we are on borrowed ground here. That's it. That's so, it. Our little token land acknowledgement there, but it's yeah. uh, it's it's all true. That's it's all, it. It's all very true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, part of getting 
the word out there when you couldn't do the library. Right. Um, you started TainoRadio.com too, yes, right? Yes, took it to the airwaves. <laughs> so you took it to the airwaves. Do you start that during COVID? Is that what you did? Is that when you started it? Actually, I, 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 in 2019, I was going through a rough spell spiritually, emotionally. So when I went to Puerto Rico for like four months, that's where I started it. Oh. Just taking people off the street. Hey, can, can I talk to you? And they'll, they'll, I'll interview them and stuff. It was cool. It was fun. That's awesome. And so yeah. tell us what kind of program can we find there right now? Okay, basically, um, it's, there's different topics. For example, Taino history. And what I've been focusing more now, not just the history anymore, but, hey, people say we don't exist. Well, you tell them. So I, I take activists, uh, family members, and now, now I, oh, also children, tell them that you exist. Go ahead. And then they share their story. Yeah. So I'm trying to document stories of people. So say 100 years from like now. Like oral history, capturing oral history? That's it. Nice. So 100 years from now, they could download the show and say, oh, man, Tainos did exist. That's you awesome. So, th- so that's what I'm working on now, to archive these shows. And beat the cancel culture. That's sure. it. That's it. <laughs> Got yep. it. Um, well, whether it's hosting a radio program, dancing, or leading a group activity as part of the Shrapapak Earth Keepers here in Inwood Park, which you were very much a part right. of, um, your knowledge and efforts to promote and educate indigenous culture, it's so inspiring. Um, Thank you. So, so I, I want to highlight one piece of your activism that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know about, but I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the library, but you're a walking, living, breathing um, example of this culture. You are a part of the history, and um, you did, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. have a career as a semi-professional pro wrestler. Oh, <laughs> that was a fun time, yeah. And what was the moniker? Well, it was definitely Taino Sagrado. There it was. Yep, from the mountains of um, Nahuaque, which was in Puerto Rico. It's an indigenous community I used to work with, and uh, the kids, you know, the kids yeah. inspired me to do something like that. That's so awesome. You know, That's wrestling for the culture. Yeah, that and so you got to reach a totally... You know, we'll just say segmented audience. We'll say it's mm-hmm. like people who watch pro wrestling, right? Um, is you know not the same people who perhaps go to an outdoor indigenous library. Right. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of I'm just saying here. I come from a blue collar community. I'm growing up here. You, sure. you, you know, you didn't really have both people doing both. Things. Maybe one percent of them did it. So <laughs> my so my point is that it's really awesome that you were able to take some of your interests. Mm-hmm. And also put that into activism, and also had mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Oh man, it was it was good stuff. And you know, you know, it's funny. A local promoter—that's how it all started. He wanted me to do a. His name was Frankie Flo Boricua. Wanted me to do a blessing in the ring, you know, to, and so people can connect. Which mostly was Puerto Rican Dominican community. Mm-hmm. And at first, people were snickering, like, "What is he doing?" Like, you know, it was like that nervous. And then once I started playing the music, and the, you know, like, what? The, people were just like. You know how wrestling kind of lifts that disbelief? Sure. And now I was lifting their disbelief. Like, wait, wait a minute. This this is real. You know, this yeah. guy's legit. Like, wait a minute. And it's great that they, they're learning something without knowing they're learning something. Yeah, that's it. So that's when wrestling hit shamanism kind of thing, you know? <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's so awesome. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I just love how... Thanks. That whole that whole way of reaching people was fantastic. Um, Thank you. Well, you're an exemplary spiritual leader, and it's, it's really mm-hmm. amazing how it is it's a vital part of you, uh, and I might add you it. Um, so where are you currently putting your efforts now? Wow, okay. Right now, I'm part of a community that I helped I, I help, um, found 
inspired by the ancestors in Borinquen, um, we're, we're close to 100 individuals and families. It's uh, Arayeque, Yucayeque. It's an indigenous community. And we're a sovereign nation. At that, that's our foundation. And we're hoping to buy land in Borinquen and eventually the other islands. Mm-hmm. So we can be um, self-sustaining. And we're doing it for the children. We're doing it for the future. Sure. So that's where I'm, I'm focusing a lot now and trying to educate those future leaders. It's, you know, so, you know, we have our... Uh, we, we reestablished those old tribal council members, and I've been helping with that, trying to teach them mm-hmm. so they can take it to the next level. And where are they in Puerto Rico now? What part of Puerto well, Rico? Well, we got some members in Puerto Rico, but right now we're in the diaspora, okay. um, most of our members, as far as California, gotcha. New Mexico, Florida, New York. We're all over. Gotcha. And we got some members in. So a decentralized effort to make it centralized somewhere uh, in the islands down yep. there. Because one day when we get our money together, yeah. we're going to purchase some land. That's awesome. And is that's there a non? Is, that's, that's the nonprofit right now. No, I, I actually, we're doing what uh, tribes do here. We're, we're self-sovereign nation. Gotcha. So that's the mentality. Right. right. Instead of having a nonprofit. Okay. As the base. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we might have a nonprofit, but sure. that'll be separate. Great. To sustain the tribe. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. That's so amazing. That's so Thank amazing. Thank you. Um, well, now you have a place to be a mentor. The next wave of performers. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a mentor or someone you looked for for guidance other than your great-grandmother? Well, I tell you, <laughs> um, when I met Edward Daniel, the late yeah. Edward Daniel, he, he really uh, admired me. I admired him. It was a good friendship. Yeah. He was a really intense individual, and he's the one that taught me the love of the drum. Yeah. The so was, he, was he a musician? Or yeah, he was. He was, yeah. okay. he was, he was world-renowned. He was definitely a, he knew his stuff, and uh, he knew his trade. So he was teaching me a lot of those uh, beats. But definitely the passion of the music, how you can communicate that to others. Yeah. It's it's a language. So he helped me learn the music language, you know. I, I always had music in my life, but he helped me um, take it seriously when it came to our instruments, Taino instruments. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to keep his work alive gotcha. through, through the singing. And you can know? you name some of these specific Taino instruments? Okay. Like the, well, the gore. You know, it's it's universal. You know that that a, a dry fruit that we can't eat, right? Mm-hmm. But it's 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 a dead fruit that comes to life with rhythm. Mm-hmm. So that's one of our main instruments to keep rhythm, keep, keep timing in the songs, and that's that's the the rattle, the maraca. Mm-hmm. That, that's a Taino instrument, and then the log drum, which a lot of people in, in different parts of the world use, where you take out the wood inside and you make a hollow, and then there's different beats. We, we inherited that most likely from the Aztec, um, the Chica nations from Mexico when they migrated down to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So we still have that tradition, you know, the log drum, Mayo Wakan. We use it during the war times, too, as a communication uh, system between tribes right. up in the mountains. Also during ceremonies, important ceremonies, especially the Areto, which is similar to what they call powwow. Uh, one of our, our most sacred ceremonies was dance, music. You know, everyone have coming together and dance. So that's the areto. So that's what these instruments do. We also had the flute, similar to the northern flute. Mm-hmm. So we had wind instrument. We had the percussion with the wood. Um, and everything's like, again, it was handmade. It was natural, wood, gore, um, seeds. Um, wow. That, those are the main major instruments gotcha. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, we'll try to get you back with a big band again. I oh, mean, yeah. Um, I have to recall... Um, 
the last time it's too bad it's been it's, mm-hmm. it's literally been seven years ago since you performed for us uh mm. for our first ever outdoor um film itself fresco performance we did the cherokee word for water and uh you mm. performed right. along with the eagle and condor uh, that's right group, yep. right yep that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was right out there in Inwood. Yeah, that in was the park fun. there, right? But it was great because it was actually in the park, which is where, you know, Peter Minuet bought Manhattan <laughs> yeah. from the Indians for trinkets and Co- beads. According to legend, right? According to legend. <laughs> that's all we have. I mean, yeah. I wasn't there, folks, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we yeah. weren't here, but we know that, you yeah. know. But point of story is that this was Lenape territory. Yeah, this is all Lenape. They, they were the caregivers of this land, the keepers of the east. You know, the, yep. the keepers of the Eastern Door. That's how they say it. You know, so yep. it's we gotta honor that. We do, and and we and we did in that performance, and uh, yeah, that was and uh, and you are doing it uh, every day by carrying it on the good work, my friend. Definitely, man. And you know, great timing because I'm bringing back Banner Tainos. I'm bringing it back. It, are it, you? Went into sleep. That was our, that was one of our last. No, it wasn't our last performance, but you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to bring it back. I'm trying to bring it back. Well, let's keep talking. Let's bring it back. Yeah. We can maybe get you out in front of the crowd again. Oh, that'd be great. That'd, that'd be, be great. I've been recruiting Taino um, musicians to bring it, you know, do something really powerful. Well, so, Louis, mm-hmm. um, you keep the indigenous Caribbean culture alive and well. Uh, where can we send people to learn more about your work in Taino culture? Well, I tell you, Taino Radio yeah. 1491 at gmail.com. Okay. So that's Taino Radio 1491 at gmail.com. So you can, it's a direct, direct pipeline to Lewis. Definitely. Excuse me. Yep. I know him so well. I can't, I, I default. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I'm trying to, but yeah, Lewis he's, is he's, good. A, he's a professional name is Senecori, okay? So <laughs> that's, that's how we're calling him, all right? Yeah, Lewis keeps coming You up, know right? him like me, you call him Lewis. Uh, but hey, hey Luigi. You know, I'm also Luigi. Or Luigi, you can see. <laughs> From yeah. Brooklyn, man. From Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> I was born in Brooklyn. The, the Brooklyn part of Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's right. We went. That was so one of our migrations. There. That's right. Well, you know, well, that's right. I mean, yeah. listen, you could say they made it to Alaska. They definitely made it to Brooklyn, it, man. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't stop in Borinka and went to Brooklyn, New York, it baby. Did. It did. It Forget did. about it. Is that where you were born? <laughs> yeah, I was born in Brooklyn. Just <laughs> New York. Full circle, baby. Awesome. That's it. That's it. Well, Senator Corey, thank you again oh, for taking oh, the time to be here and share. Uh, your music and your culture and your time with us. Thank you. Bo Guatucan, blessings to you. Absolutely. Thank you, All sir. Right. Um, so thanks again to Sanicori Ramos for joining me on this artist spot. Well, actually, thanks again to Sanicori Ramos for joining me on this live and local episode of In What Artworks On Air. It's where I meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home here in Upper Manhattan. If you have a moment, please show us some love right now by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts. That really does help. Many thanks to Church of Good Shepherd here in Inwood for hosting us and to HeightSites.com for Uptown promotional support. You can support On Air and all of our programming by making a tax-free donation at InwoodArtworks.nyc backslash donate and also on Venmo. Be sure to follow us on social media at Inwood Artworks to keep up all that we do, which includes the Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Al Fresco, public art galleries, live performances, and so much more. Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. From the top of Manhattan and the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks On Air.